Hello and welcome, ARMY. I'm your host, Ashley, and thank you for joining me in Love Maze, a BTS and ARMY podcast. On this episode of Love Maze, we're going to cover Indigo, J-Hope in the Box, Missing Jin, and Yuki's surprise tour announcement. And I'm so excited to talk about all of this with my ARMY bestie and very special guest to the show, Cynthia. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show. Welcome. And how are you doing today, Ami? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm doing doing, okay. I'm doing great. Well, right now I'm exhausted, but I'm, I'm doing good. It's good. Life's good. Uh, before we get into BTS updates and music, I always like to ask my guests about their ARMY stories. What was it that got you into BTS? How, when did they find you? How'd you end up in the Bangtan rabbit hole? So you, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I do Zoom. I'm a Zoom instructor. But back then, back in 2017, I wasn't. Uh, I, I just liked going to Zumba class. I was pregnant with my second kid. It was the end of 2017. And there was this new cool down song that we were, you know, exercising to. And I listened to it. And I was like, this song is it's nice. I didn't know what language it was. Part of me is like, I don't know if it's Chinese, Korean, Japanese. But it sounded real cool. So I asked as in, uh, after the class ended. Uh, I asked my instructors what the name of the, the song and the and the group, and they told me it was Pied Piper by BTS. <laughs> and uh, a few months later, I was on Pinterest looking for chicken enchilada recipes. <laughs> and I found a picture of Park Jimin. That's so random. In the middle of the search. <laughs> and I was like, I, I mean... It, <laughs> DNA era Park Jimin. It was, you know, I catchy. I mean, he's always in, you know, always in catchy, you know. But I was like, oh, who's this? So I clicked on the picture, and he said BTS Park Jimin, and I cannot remember what else. And I was like, BTS. That sounds familiar. So I click on the picture. You know, I start reading the story, and I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, what is this group? And that was it. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, January 2018. But yeah, the beginning of 20, the end of 2017 is when I, I first heard of BTS and it's been there ever since. Do you remember the, oh, you did mention Pied Piper. Do you remember the song that became like, like, that's my song, your first, <laughs> the first song that you claimed that had the oh. most impact on you? I, really like the song pimple i don't know why not pimple dimple <laughs> but um yeah i don't know why i just you know it was to me it was catchy it was fun so that was it but then you know as i joined the end of 2017 beginning of 2018 i started listening from the beginning and yeah every i if I, someone were to tell me pick your favorite bts song I would not know what to do because yeah. <laughs> I mean like favorite of each album every era like I I, I wouldn't be able Even to that choose. hard so yeah there's no ultimate yeah, favorite but, yeah that's really tough yeah so <laughs> my favorite <laughs> yeah my favorite change but yeah. the first song that I was like okay I really did like song was Nimple yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that it sounded like I was thinking Dimple and then I was thought nipple and then I saw Namjoon and then it was a whole other thing anyway <laughs> if you had a chance to say one thing to your bias what would it be oh my I so I'm Namjoon bias but my alt bias is Jonathan Cook because um yes and you know that because I mean everywhere <laughs> <laughs> he is my he's my old bias and my forever favorite bias one thing to tell Jung Jungkook. Um, it would be just to to keep being brave, because I 
I mean, he was young when he joined the music industry. He was basically, you know, he was a preteen. Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, I, I know the struggle. I know how hard it is to be away from home, to, you know, miss your home, your bed, your family, especially when you're that young. And he had the support from his fellow, you know, members. And it took takes a lot of guts to be yeah. there and just, you know, experience something so big. And oh, so it, 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 you know, you need to be brave. But that's the way that he was raised, you know, the way he grew up. And now that he's an adult, he can tell how, you know, it kind of messes you up a bit because you have to mature so fast. You have to mm-hmm. grow up so fast. And a part of you stays a kid and a weird teenager, but you aren't stuck in the body of an adult. And it takes a lot of guts to be one of those weird adults. Right. You know, he needs to be brave. He needs to stay brave because life is going to keep going. You know, life goes on like the song says. Mm -hmm. And the years will not come back. So he will not get the chance to, you know, redo things, but he needs to stay brave. He needs to keep being brave and continue facing things the way they come because time will not not slow down and you just kinda catch up with it. And he yeah. he's gone through so much, he just needs to remember that. That makes me think of my time, of course. I remember the first time listening to Map of the Soul Seven when it came out it was like five o'clock in the morning here uh and i just started crying when i heard my time even though I, you know it just come out i didn't have the lyrics i don't speak korean but i could tell from enough of the song and the tone of his voice and like could immediately tell what it was about um and then the lyrics came later and i was able to read the translations and like i was like oh wow i felt like that touched by his voice that i could tell what the lyrics were before getting the translation because it was so heartfelt and matched what I kind of always imagined his experience has been like. So it just kind of, it all made so much sense and it made my heart break. But at the same time, I was so proud of him and he's just grown up so much. I know. So I was just really, they all have, and I'm so proud of all of them. And I say that every episode of I'm just always overwhelmed with pride and proud to be an army in being able to watch all of this and know their full story as much as I can, you know, because we can't all know everything, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. What they and, let us know. Yeah. They let us into a lot and enough to feel connected. And like when we go, like going to a concert, it always feels like I'm seeing my friends on stage versus these distant celebrities. And it's like, I know they're never going to know me. I don't need them to. I don't even, I don't even really care if I ever met them or anything. I just, want I just am so happy to be around at this time period to see everything and experience it in real time and not be like oh man I wish I had been around for that era of music like we get to be here so yeah and there's something really nice about the fandom and about you know the parasocial dynamics that that we have with the group Mm -hmm. it's it's something that I, I don't know we can we can say, you know, we have that friend-like relationship with our idols. You know, it's not just idols over there and then fans over here. We we kind of have that sort of friendship. They communicate with us often. Uh, they read our messages. It's not like we're isolated. We have that bond, which mm-hmm. is not, which is unusual for, I mean, many other fandoms. And not just for like Korean music, in, but in general, it's it's nice. It, you know, you are being heard. Yeah, that's it's, a good way to look at it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Speaking of uh, change and growing, and us watching that growth with the members, let's talk about Indigo, which I listen to it still every day. It's a, it's a, and it's such the perfect length, just like Jack of the Box, where it's just like a good, like 22 to 25 minutes. So, like, that's, 
how long it takes me to get from point A to point B in here in Arizona a lot of the time. So it's like, okay, I can get my listen in as I run these errands or go across town real quick. Um, and I get to enjoy Indigo, which makes everything smoother and pleasant. Always having BTS in my life soundtrack. Uh, and so since I've been listening to it, I definitely love every song and have a different connection to each one. But I also have my favorites that like, I can't get out of the car unless I've heard them. And I'm sure you do too. So for you, Cynthia, what would, what would be your top three, at least for right now, your top three Indigo songs? Oh, that's, that's tough. Um, hmm. I really, I really do like Still Life. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I have to listen to it. it. I plug in my phone and I have, to, I either hit change part two or still life, like right away when I get mm-hmm. into my car. And, uh, and after that, I really, um, I like the song forgetful a lot. I mean, I like the 10 songs, honestly, but I think the three of those songs are mm-hmm. the ones that I listen to the most. Awesome. Yeah. Nice choices, obviously. Excellent choices because they're all amazing. Yeah. Um, for me, I agree. Change Part 2 is one of my three. And then Closer. And then I was torn between All Day and Number 2. So they're kind of tied with me. Like if I'm listening to one, I always listen to the other. Um, and that this, I'm in a, a lot of change in my life now. So Number 2 is very comforting and reassuring and when I I actually um have everything goes as a tattoo I got that recently also I have a moon child tattoo those were my last two that I got but I do want to go back and get number two pretty soon also needed my tiny seven so I'm pretty much need to get both of those my next (laughs) trip to the tattoo artist Uh, but yeah those are the songs that like I have to listen to per day uh if if I can't listen to the whole thing, those songs are going to get played for me regularly, but I love it so much. And I yeah. love the rollout and I wish I had done a separate episode for just that album. Maybe I will later, but there's been just amazing coverage out there. Um, if you're listening to this and you may or may not know, what is it? Forest city magazine on YouTube. Uh, they do a great job of doing like, video essays for BTS and there's one about Indigo that kind of breaks down every track that's really nicely made. Um, all of their videos are really good. So check those out. We're not partners or anything, so that's not technically an advertisement. <laughs> Just wanted to share um, other ARMY content. Uh, and then re- last week for our Hobie's birthday, we... Yeah. We got the awesome J-Hope in the Box documentary on Disney Plus and Weverse. Did you get a chance to check it out? Yes, I watched it. I watched it twice already. And I I already know, the, the first time I didn't know what I was going to find, what I was going to expect. But I, I found myself, you know, catching my breath in the first few seconds of it starting. Because just to see him so stressed out, but also to, to you know, to see how much he's, He's grown up. I, I I was just I don't know, overcome I guess with emotion. Just seeing him, you know, there and it taking like it was such a huge undertaking for him to yeah. be the the main act for, for Lola Palooza and I don't know, it's just I just I don't He's grown so much as an artist, and he was able to to show that and more. And from I don't know the first picture I remember seeing of him was with him wearing a mask, and I hated that mask from the very beginning. And every time I think of that, it just still makes me feel sick to my stomach. But you know, to to have all that hate thrown at you, and to be able to do something with it, and to grow as much as he's grown is mind-blowing and yeah it's i mean what great example of overcoming your fears of believing in yourself because it takes a lot of of self-love and to be able to shake all, all of those ne- negative comments 
and experiences and transform transform it into something positive and that's what he's done and I, I don't know I I couldn't stop but you know but being proud of them every mm-hmm. like, single minute of that documentary I, I just overwhelmed with pride because he's done so much he's grown so much yeah and he's still growing and still wants to and like that's so special for all of them just like they could just sit back with all of their accomplishments and know how much history they've made already and just relax the rest of their lives and still be legendary and they still choose like okay we're going to keep going we're going to do this for life we're going to keep changing with it and flowing but whatever it is we're still going to make music in some way is so special and as someone who struggles to be consistent in my own creative work it always like they remind me to keep going and like okay you're always working on the next thing and it might take longer than you expected but you keep working toward what your goals are and even if you don't have a goal and it's just getting out of bed that still counts and so learning yeah to yeah, to I, keep pushing like all the members do, but especially J-Hope and how much he has, you know, I was saying to you the other day of like that duality, which again, they all have, but his is so special. Yeah. And he has a confidence that I just love seeing him kind of lead in his own way and like how the group kind of has two leaders in a way. Yeah. But his style is very much like, I'm going to show you, like June will talk you through it. And then you have Hobie who's just like, no, I'm going to show you and you guys will see, like, we can do a festival. We can do something totally different. So I have support and he takes that risk, which makes it okay for the other members to start stepping, you know, reaching a little higher for themselves because they see that he does it and he does it with so much confidence. And even when he's nervous, because I would have puked on that stage, like, Uh, I can't do anything in front of that many people. Uh, and in a different country and just and by yourself for the first time it's just so much that he overcame yeah I've done that I mean um I was seven when I started performing but to me still to this day I mean I've never performed like in front of more than a thousand people that that's my limit after that I'm like social anxiety is like no mm-hmm. thank you no <laughs> but you know just imagine like being like in front of that many people no backup because it's just you in there on stage lights on you everything's on you and I, I think I would have yeah I wouldn't have been able to leave my trailer or my <laughs> whatever I was but I mean he did and he what I loved the most about the the, the entire uh, documentary was uh, seeing how much he worked, how hard he worked. Nice that he wanted to go home and sleep and have a decent warm-ish meal at his, at his place, but he couldn't because he, he he had a vision. And I, you know, as somebody who has been in the music industry, once you have that vision and you have your muse and it's there. If you so much as sneeze, you might forget what you're doing. And <laughs> he worked on that vision. He had it. And and sometimes, you know, the burnout, it's real. And we've all experienced it at one point or another in our lives with our careers or just, you know, personal things. We reach a point where we're like, we have no more juice. We have no more strength, energy, like nothing. And that's like... It is real, and it showed that documentary showed that even though they are idols, they are still real people. They are real human beings that also experience burnout, that are tired, that miss their home as well. And sometimes, you know, we just want to go hang out with our parents because I mean, we want to be taken care of, and mm-hmm. they have those feelings too. And seeing that and how hard he had to work to come up with his vision and make it happen it, it's you know it's ideal who doesn't want to be you know shown all that because we usually and when they go on tours or we see their music videos we see the end product we don't see the hours the days weeks months worth of work that they have to go through the sleepless nights 
they sometimes I forgot to eat because there's so much going on that I mean your needs are the last things that you worry about. But mm-hmm. to see that entire process from beginning to end of how that album came about and it's just amazing, you know, it proves that that we know that they're regular human beings, but they're like superhuman beings. <laughs> yeah, they're both at the same time, like superheroes, but regular people down to earth. And, you know, it's not just <laughs> it, people might just look at them and say like, "Oh, it's because they have the talent or or this or that." No, no, they put in the work. They're not mm. who they are just because they're pretty faces that sing pretty, or because they have the body. No, 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 they put in the work. Yeah, they, they have a discipline that I earned, only dream of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they earned their place they have worked hard and they are reaping their rewards of their own efforts and i i don't know i just i can't stop you know being surprised constantly amazed by the many things that they do and you know they still have time to go on weavers and chat with us for a bit or send us a message or take pictures and you know ask how we're doing like, who does that? I mean, at the end so of the day, I have three kids at home. And at the end of the day, I honestly just want to, you know, sit down on my couch, eat some Rice Krispie Treats or whatever dessert I make, <laughs> and chill. Like, I have zero energy. And they are go, go, go. And then they're like, I wonder how I was doing. You know? Right. I don't know. And <laughs> oh. it's, we're loved. Yeah, and that's we exactly can it. say, you know, we are loved. And it's true. We're in a line. That's so true. We're theirs. I'm thinking about Tay yelling, you are ours. <laughs> that yeah. Um, yeah, that's what really, that's what made me cry watching it. It was like seeing his hard work and feeling that pride, but then having the scenes with him at his parents' house. And like, I didn't want to see them. I knew we weren't going to see them. I don't like to see their personal lives too much. Like, I only want to see what they show us. But it was nice to just like see him in his home environment getting loved on and the pictures up and how proud they are of him and his sister and seeing Mickey there and like all the things of just like, yes, he is a person with a family and a background and he and he gets homesick and all the things that are natural for us and to see him so comfortable and see him getting getting treated the way you know obviously we want him to be and just loved on and cherished and so you could really feel that through those little scenes um and then it felt special just like we're getting a peek into his family and like that little bit was still like more than he needed to he didn't have we didn't have to see that and they let us in so so when people kind of segue in when people force their way into information like that then it's very nasty because they do allow us in in their own time and in their own ways into their lives and their other times where their boundaries and that's a part it's i think it's their way of also showing it's protecting themselves but it also sets a good example about boundaries that a lot of people don't have when they think about celebrity culture and their faves and idol culture and all that so so i think I just love the way that they show like this is how we want to be treated and allows or, you know, even at concerts where it's like, okay, you guys are going to throw things on stage. Okay. Then it stopped like back in, was that Vegas? When they yeah, had to address they, they, it and they then won. it stopped. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like they set, they make it clear like, you know, this is how, this is what we will and will not tolerate and we'll let you in, but on our terms. And that's really important. And I think that's shows you know, uh, that's a healthy choice. But, you know, we did have Jen and List. We miss him so much. Um, and there was a lot of debate about, you know, you have access to his photos and information through like the government website, but at the same time, his military service isn't the same thing as like a comeback and releasing music. It's something private. It's something that going in he seemed in my opinion very clear about not wanting visitors and not wanting uh, and that they're asking us not to be in the area and not to send letters and do all those things which are still happening anyway so in your opinion do you feel where do you land on which side do you think 
it's okay to kind of get those updates because they are accessible to the public through the government website. Um, and that's something that happens normally. And, and Jen is doing his military service, just like other idols and is, should be treated the same way as far as his information or photos goes, or do you think that that should be kept private, even though it's public um, for fans? Should we be looking for that kind of content or leaving it alone? Well, for me, like uh, in that particular subject, I'm kind of like like on the fence because I do respect privacy. They, I mean, they we know what they let us know. If there are things that they don't want us to know, then why do we? Where do we think that we have the right to go snooping into their private lives? They're idols, but that does not mean that their life is you know, lives is public and that we own them. No, we do not own them. They are not mine to do or, you know, as I feel, you know, no, that to me, that's a no, but you know, he, they, he knew how things were going to be. The, I don't know if the government does that for everybody or just for Jin in particular and other idols. I do not, I really did not want to get into that much because I, my Korean is terrible, so misunderstanding was going to be number one thing for me. But if that is available, I guess if somebody wants to go and personally look, I think you can. But that is mainly for families, and that's at least that's what I had understood that that information was going to be published for families. And even though we love them as our families, we're technically not family. Mm. We are not related by blood. So to me, that should be kept, you know, to, to his family. And whatever he wants to share with us, he can ask for permission, just like he did before when he, published, when he posted those three pictures of him in his military uniform. He can request for permission and post something that he wants us to have. But, you know, in the meanwhile, we have those short videos that he leaves for us once a month, which I find so adorable, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just wish him, you know, hope for the best for him. This is his time to be a regular citizen and to enjoy life as a regular military person would, you know, with no so much status as an idol, but... You know, to feel like he can he can bond with others. He can feel like he belongs. When he you are on the, uh, you know, on the lookout for everybody else, when you are always on the spotlight, you, you, it's like it isolates you. You don't, you don't feel like it does, but it does because you're constantly on the spotlight. You're constantly being looked up to. But now he doesn't have to be on the spotlight. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a commander for, as far as I know, so he will be in the spotlight anyways now. But, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have a light following him around or a camera. He can be somewhat normal-ish. And I think we should respect that. We should encourage it. And, and just let him share what he wants to share with us when he feels like he can share it. And, you know... When he does, we will be surprised because it will be nice. It will be a nice surprise. But if we already know everything, where's the element of surprise, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like, I want to see what he is excited about and wants to share, not what someone else decides that they want to show on his behalf with or without his knowledge and all that. So, so yeah, I agree. I think, you know, we can be, we can miss him and, be curious and want to make sure he's okay. And some people might be concerned about kind of losing that connection with the members when they're gone. But, but for me, I'm a very, you know, you know, I talked about my tattoos, like I'm here for life. I'm a lifer. here. <laughs> I'm yeah. purple blooded through and through. So, you know, if they don't, if I don't get updates from a member for weeks or months, like that's not going to change anything. And that's, you know, true armies don't need constant updates. We like them. We appreciate them. We are grateful with yeah. any information we get, but it's not going to change that bond. 
and they will be back. And so as long as we trust BTS and know that they will be back, then we don't have to be anxious. So yeah. I hope that's reassuring some of you out there. If you're worried about Jin, Jin's fine and the other members will be fine and we will wait for them. And, you know, I was kind of I've been trying to predict when they come back because I know they will reunite. It'll be OT7. They'll make music together again. I cannot wait for that day. But I also am really enjoying chapter two and seeing their own style. I'm excited for, I don't know if this is a spoiler because it's not confirmed. I'm excited for Hope on the Street to come back. I'm excited for Jimin's album. I'm excited for Yoongi's tour. All these things that we're getting now. So it's like, I hope that they, I just wonder if there will be a way for them to continue doing their solo work while also doing OT7 when they come back. Or if it's just going to be like, here's chapter two, here's your time period. You've got these two to three years, go. And then that will end and they will go back to kind of the chapter one focus on OT7. Do you have a prediction? Do you think it will we'll find a hybrid or are we just this is just a temporary thing no i i hope it's not a temporary thing because i mean we've seen through the years from every album that they've released they have solo work in those albums they have solo songs and they're working to find their own i don't know flavor i guess their own flair mm-hmm. of music their own style something that suits them better individually and there are other groups out there who have, you know, their members do individual work, but they also, you know, come together and they work together. I don't think that they should lose their individuality when working as a group, because that's what a group is. A group is a bunch of people, and we're all different for a reason. If we were all the same, then it would be kind of boring. And mm-hmm. I think that in working together but maintaining their solo work, they will keep their, you know, their persona safe. Mm-hmm. It's not just a who they are, but a what they are as well, uh, as a person, as an artist. And maintaining their identity will help them, you know, work better because they will find different styles that will suit them better. Uh, we'll come up with different ideas and who knows what that chapter will bring uh, you know but I hope that they do keep their identity separate like as uh, uh, as their solo artist and also you know together as BTS I think a lot of new things can come out of that and I mean I'm I'm excited to see what they come up with yeah, yeah they're really good at you know doing things their way and finding out and being innovative and coming up with a way to to push the envelope but also still they kind of remix things they remix everything just like they will reuse bits of choreography and create something totally new which you know I watch I love how we all love run BTS so much which is amazing but it is their choreo just remixed together and it's so brilliant and it looks like it's totally new but at the same time it's so familiar because it is so it's it's i mean that's just like the perfect way to end chapter one every time i think about that choreo but uh and they do the same thing with their sound as producers and they bring back lyrics and they bring back the bu and so things just kind of repeat but at the same time it's always still fresh and you never know what you're going to get but it still feels like home. And that's how I always describe their content in general. It's just like, it's a surprise, but you also know you're going to love that surprise. And that's yeah. not a surprise. Like, <laughs> you know, you're going to be consistently good, but you're not going to be able to predict, predict how they execute something. So I am excited for chapter, the rest of chapter two and for chapter three. And I think it's really important. I agree with you. They have to, be it maintain their individuality, maintain their styles while blending it into their style as one team. And that you have to be able to have other experiences so that when you come back together, you can share those experiences and it keeps their relationship alive. So they have things to talk about and they can share experiences. Cause if you're always doing the same thing with the same people, 
what do you talk about? Because they experienced the same thing you just did versus, you know, catching up and you haven't seen each other. And it's, you know, what's your life like? And I can't even imagine. And it's a completely different dynamic that they're going to yeah. get to experience yeah. I now agree. that they're doing different things. So then it's like, what kind of music is going to come out of that? Because they've all gone off and had these other adventures and stories and heartbreaks and who knows what else. And then they'll come back together. Uh, even though they're, do, yeah, they do work separately, but I don't, I, you've noticed that even though sometimes they do perform uh, alone, they have to travel alone. They're never truly alone because I mean, when Jungkook was singing for the world cup, everybody like this, the other six of them <laughs> were watching it and you know, <laughs> sending messages and making posts and all that random things. And with Hobi Palooza, um, Jimin was there and, you know, I, at the very end of the documentary, you can see when uh, J-Hope is getting into his car. And so he walks and they he, they pass Army and they're all screaming, J-Hope, J-Hope. And you can see it in the corner of the screen, mm-hmm. how Jimin is overcome with emotion because they are cheering his friends. So he goes like he chokes on air and he is trying to keep his face straight, trying not mm-hmm. to cry because he was there. He could see that his friend had all that support. Yeah. And they, you know, they are all making arrangements for like, okay, if you do this, I'll be there. And they're Mm -hmm. always, the seven of them are always seven. Right. So it's, so I know that even when they work separately, they will still support each other. Yeah. So they're still going to find a way to check in and support and, I was looking at, you know, for Yungi's shows, I was looking at LA since it's closer to us, but actually now I'm, I signed up and I took off work so I can try to get tickets to, to New York because I'm like, my gut tells me one of them is going to be there for the opening. I don't know which member, but I feel like someone's going to be there to support him. And like, I want to try to be there for that very first show. Fingers and toes crossed, legs crossed, eyes crossed. <laughs> so I can go uh, and go see that the opening. Um, and I just, just like I wanted to be there so badly for the first show in LA to like welcome them back to the stage. Like I feel the same way with this where, and I had tickets to Hobie Palooza, long story, had to sell my ticket and I missed that opportunity. So I want to scream my lungs out for another in, in this next opportunity. So and he's your bias. Wish, wish luck. Yeah, I need to see him. And then also, I'm I am a hardcore Yoonmin. You know, I love their relationship. So, yeah. if you know, my next question kind of brings that up of what songs you would want to hear on Yugi's set list for the Sugar AXD tour. Um, which again, the poster we get, you know, it's kind of his side profile is all I can really make out of what the picture is. And it's very yeah. D2 vibes of like, what is that? What am I looking at? Um, well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, as far as songs I want to hear, you know, if I happened to go on the first show and then he happened to do Tony Montana and it happened to feature <laughs> two men, then my dream would come true and I would physically be there. And so I'm literally hoping to go to New York in case that moment happens. I need to be there. That is like a bucket list thing that yeah. if it could happen it would be amazing. But I also would like to see him perform People. People, yes. Or Interlude Shadow because I've been waiting to like headbang to that song since I lost my sound check tickets for Man for the Soul. I've, I cried my eyes out just like everyone else. Uh, but that I need to see Shadow live. And so I really hope we get that. How about yeah. you? What songs would be on your ideal set list for our Yugi? Well, the songs we mentioned, yes. I mean, <laughs> it's my one of my absolute favorite songs. I think, I mean, Dechita, it's very, it's, you know, you hear the song and you know who you're talking about, but it's been played a lot of times. I think the other the songs that he also has that are not as well-known will be uh, a really good addition um people it's the one i i i like the most and mm-hmm. you know i think i love cookie th- go 
Uh, sorry, that was my husband. Um, but I mean, seesaw. I I really like that song. Oh, seesaw. I mean, he he he's going to show you know all of him. I hope. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I really do hope he shows. He's like him in, in his entirety, not just a part of him that wants to, you know, rap, but he can also show us that he can sing because he can. Yeah. He can not show his only his serious, more professional side, but also his goofy side because he has mm-hmm. it. And I think singing songs like Seesaw will, I don't know, make him more willing, I hope. To, just to be a little bit more silly, to loosen up a bit, and yeah. uh, to relax, because this he has to enjoy it. I mean, it's not it's an obligation; like you have to enjoy. It. But <laughs> you know, I he, we want to see him enjoy want it. Him to to feel it, to to relax. Yeah. He's going to be surrounded by people who support him because that's you know he'll be a it'll be a solo work, but you know armies are OT seven. I mean, we might have. I mean, you're a union fan. I'm Namjin. I'm jungle uh, bias, and but that doesn't make us solo stands. We're OT seven yeah. for life. Oh yeah, <laughs> only OT seven allowed here. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and just being there, supporting him, you know, just to for him to see us there, supporting him and singing his songs with him. Uh, no matter what he shows, I hope he feels relaxed, he, that he enjoys, and that he can, you know, loosen up and laugh. Yeah. And be See, I'm hoping since he showed, you know, that he's been uh, dancing more and rehearsing and practicing, you know, going back to his roots as a b-boy and everything, I'm excited. Oh. I feel like that is what's going to help loosen him up. He's going to get to show, show off his dance skills, which, I mean... I hate to say it this way. It doesn't never gets enough credit. We all know he's amazing and he's consistently amazing, but we'll really get to focus on him and his dance and his particular skills and his areas of expertise. And he won't uh, be shadowed. You know, he won't be in the back of the formation because there are other dancers in the group. He is the group. Mm-hmm. So he'll be front and center. He'll be he will right not there, yeah. be able to hide. It's gonna and be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And he, even like if you check all the MVs, like he's an amazing dancer. Yeah, he just has to believe in himself more, and I think he will not be able to hide behind anybody else. That's gonna be just him on the spotlight. And yeah, I'm excited for him. Nobody to cuts his hair <laughs> until tour time comes. That's all I ask. Just let him like give us a minute. Just put some really give him a ponytail. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Aww. just trim it so it looks nice. But <laughs> just let it grow and just let the man be. And you know, it'll be good. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I, I can't go. I cannot make it to the concert. But I mean, if I could, I, I totally would. And not, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to see the pictures on the shows to see him happy and smiling and relaxed. And sing people. Yeah, please. <laughs> if not, it's cool. We'll take it. Um, yes. So I've got my Yugi playlist going so I can prepare. And I wish luck to all OT7 armies who try to get tickets. I want actual Yugi stands there who know his songs, who have love in their heart for rap. You don't have to know the every word or know all the history or any of that. But you need to at least know his songs. It's basic. I can't believe this is this is a debate in 2023 out there on the interwebs. But please don't take tickets if you don't know the music. It's not that hard. Like, yeah, this is special for a lot of people. So just have enough respect to not take up space if you are not there for the music. That is yeah. very important. And <laughs> you know, and they also, I mean, armies work hard. To have projects for the days on the concert, to have little projects for you know for him to feel appreciated and to to be a participant, not just to, you know not just be there, but to actually get involved. Um, it's something that I love about our fandom. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, 
if you meet each other like at the concert, like it happened in Vegas, you know, we met a lot of people that we've never seen before, but hey, we're army. And all of a sudden, there right. you go. You have family and working together in projects and helping each other. It, it, it builds the community. Learn the fan chants. It does not mm-hmm. hurt you to learn the fan chants. There will be specific fan chants for his songs because that's what ARMY does before every concert they come up with. Well, we practice the old fan chants, but also with specific songs, we come up with different fan chants. And, you know, for him to see ARMY singing, his, I mean, we won't be able to rap because rapping in English <laughs> is hard enough. Imagine having to rap in Korean. Yeah, I'm going to leave that to the professional. That's just... <laughs> just don't say anything. <laughs> but you know, remember, like, I don't know, learn the English lyrics or try to sing along to the Korean lyrics that we can sing to. And, you know, it'll be it'll be so touching for him. Yeah. It'll be, I don't know. I, I, he's so reserved and so shy. He keeps his emotions to himself. So the, the time that he shows us, he, he shows us something like a flicker of emotion is huge. So imagine mm-hmm. there being in the spotlight. I I can't wait. It'll be, I'm, it'll be amazing. It's something yeah. that he deserves. He has earned and worked hard for. And I don't oh know. yeah, it's, it's gonna be so special. I'm yes. so excited for him, and for Army, and for everybody. It's gonna be a great time. And you know, at this point, I'm I'm prepared for him to sing anything he's done before. I'm not, you know, in my head, there's not gonna be any new music. I feel like there might be like a song maybe that he would release to add to it, like a track by itself, but but I'm not expecting expecting an album, honestly, because he just doesn't have enough time to do to have prepared for a tour and done a surprise album. I'm not saying he couldn't, because he has mentioned D three before. Well, so yeah. if I'm wrong and this ages poorly, wink wink i hope it does and we do get new music but i'm not gonna hold my breath <laughs> and i'm just i will be happy and i will pay all the monies to see old songs not old but you know what i mean yeah already released songs but if it's new that's just the cherry on top for me so we will see we'll see uh i'll come back next episode and we'll see if, if i was correct or not it is time for some fun and games hopefully this was somewhat fun before but it's time for some games (laughs) we are going to play a game of would you rather of course it's a bts edition because this is a bts and army podcast um are you ready cynthia i hope so (laughs) (laughs) would you rather would you rather watch a horror movie with hobie or go to a jazz club with tay oh mm -hmm. um (laughs) I love um I cannot do scary movies because yeah but I mean I love music I'm a music major so you say jazz and I'm like I like jazz <laughs> so I would take nice. yes. would you rather meet BTS in person but never listen to their music ever again or Get tickets to every BTS concert for the rest of your life. But you could only get seats in the very last row of the stadium. Which one would you go for? <laughs> that was my... Taking to Canada really did the Vegas. <laughs> I mean, there's no such a thing as a bad seat. I can't True. say. But just meet them in person, but never be able to listen to their music. Uh, that, that sounds just real hard. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, if I can't listen to their music, do I have access to their phone number just to shoot them a text or something? No, no, you just get the one meeting. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm content. You can't go make them sing for you. Do they pay for be... my hotel <laughs> and lodging for every concert? Because <laughs> that's the case. <laughs> I would sit at the very last row, nosebleed seats. I don't care. I get to see them and listen to their music for life. Man, that, that works for me. <laughs> Nice. Would you rather go to the gym with Namjoon or go fishing with Jin? Hmm. That is too rough. Uh, hmm. <laughs> um, I would say go to the gym with Namjoon because 
I'm afraid I will get motion sickness with Jen. But, <laughs> <not Jen. laughs> but yeah, I think I I I, I can survive. The, how how long is the workout? <laughs> Some make it longer than now that. I would pass out. <laughs> Some make it longer than that. Workouts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Next one is: Would you rather have dinner with vocal line? Or go to karaoke with rap line. Oh. Hmm. Karaoke with rap line. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I mean, that would be you, hilarious. <laughs> you know me. I am singing. Yeah. I mean, every time we go, like we're walking and I'm singing. I'm talking and I'm singing. Yeah, she's- I sing I a lot. I you will sing anywhere, anytime. I sing everything. And I'm washing my hands. Oh my gosh, I'm washing my hands and I'm singing to whatever song comes up in my Yeah, I'll just sing. I mean, it will be hilarious <laughs> if we add alcohol to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see a duet with you in June. Oh, um, yes. That would be amazing. All right, last one. Would you rather be a featured guest? on an episode of Run BTS or spend one day on the set for an episode of In the Soup season three? Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think I'll choose In the Soup because I don't know, they're more relaxed. They can be more themselves. They don't have, they don't follow a routine. They don't have to follow a schedule. Um, it's just themselves being themselves and eating what they have and following their own ideas and doing what they want to do. I think it will be meeting uh, a different version of them, themselves than they have to be when they are part of a run BTS episode. Nice. Well, thank you for playing. Would you rather? Those are some good choices. Okay. And if you listeners if you would like to play a BTS related game with me or come share your army story, you can apply to be a guest on the show. Just check out either my TikTok or Instagram or Twitter at Love Maze Podcast, anywhere on those social media platforms, and you'll find the application or you can contact me and I'll send it send it over to you. Um, just make sure that you're at least 18 and you have internet so we can record this remotely and thank you so much Cynthia for being here to wrap it up um do you want to either give some advice to baby armies or would you like to give us a song recommendation I think advice with so many things going on lately with CrossFit and whatnot um you know there's a lot of opinion that it, it feels like lately I mean I mean I mean for over four years for four, it's been five years and I noticed that lately since after I mean when the pandemic started I noticed that we've we've gotten a lot more like touchy-feely I feel armies are turning to be like extremely sensitive on topics and with some things I mean we have the right to be because sometimes um, other idols or you know just the media entertainment uh, is just rough on our idols and we have to protect them but an advice for baby army, do not get too involved in all those small fights that will always be there. They, um, the media will always find something to fight about. And when you're new, you really don't know left from right, up and down. And you're still getting into the in, into the routine, I guess, or just getting to know the artists. But we've been there, and and sometimes people are just gonna want to fight for everything. Just do not overstress. Do not believe everything that you read, and uh, take things with humor. Because they, you know, if we take everything super seriously, man, you're gonna get an ulcer. Um, <laughs> so. You know, That's good just, baby army advice and health advice right there. Yeah, I mean, stress. with things <laughs> like the, the latest rumor about 
Namjoon and his clumsy cross-fitting ways. I mean, who cares? Just if we make a joke out of it, laugh. Don't take it seriously. It's not like I am right there at the gym with him. And I'm saying like, no, he did not. not like, they don't owe us an explanation. They have their own lives. They Who knows what they have? We don't. And we cannot guess or anything, but we can joke around. And they yeah. like humor. They like seeing that we can accept that they have a personal life and that we can be okay with it. Be, you know, so do not stress, do not believe everything that you read and do not get sucked into those fights because most likely you'll end up stressed and the fandom will be so confusing to you. And armies, we, th- th- those aren't, um, we always say this, like they're not true army. And just working, they've worked so hard for their, their own fandom to bring them down. It sounds so unfair. So do not get sucked into that. Just relax. Um, find everything that, all the information that you want to find and then laugh. Because we need to take things with humor. Otherwise, life is going to be really hard and really sad. But yeah. if we laugh, you know, they make us laugh for a reason. They want us to relax. Right. They want us to, to be happy. They want the fandom to always have, to always end up in good, in good happy notes. They That's why they did... Um, yet to come in Busan. I mean, they wanted to do a promotion for that city, but also they waited until after the concert was over until they could give us a final presentation to announce their military uh, enlistment because they didn't want us to have that sour taste in our mouth. They want us to be happy. They want us to enjoy their music, to enjoy them and, and, and the things that we learn from them. Getting involved in all those petty fights and rumors just gonna make your day bad and that's not what they want and that i can tell you that they don't uh because we they've told us that time and time again they want us they want us to trust them so laugh take things with humor and cannot get sucked into any of that negativity because that's not what what they teach that's not what they preach that's not them right we can't literally you know i feel like a lot of people that do get too sucked into that it's like those are also people who aren't using that time to go and watch the actual contest. Like you can't watch the seven members of BTS through a hundred plus episodes of run BTS and not, and see the comedians that they are and not have a sense of humor. It's just like, it's like, how are you here? How did you find them? But you don't know how to, how to make a joke, how to take a joke, how to laugh. Obviously we never, you know, and we're not talking about laughing at, things that would be inappropriate or mean-spirited or anything like that but it's just like there are such silly things like um i won't go into it but i've just been laughing at the humor that's come out of the whole sm entertainment situation but that's a whole other episode yeah. we're not going to go into that but it's just like there's still there can still be a lightheartedness when things are just silly or ridiculous or being blown out of proportion and you can tell you know the longer you're here the easier it gets to feel out when people are just trolling and just trying to get engagement any way they know how and then it turns then it gets blown up for no reason especially when uh when you have like all of these glitches and terrible things happening over with twitter which is causing more misinformation and then that's getting spread to like tiktok and then that's getting over to instagram and it's all just bouncing around without uh, really a centralized area because nobody really uses Weverse to talk. So we have to find ways to kind of regulate the fandom in our little in our little corners of ARMY and try to remind each other to have fun. We are here to enjoy ourselves and to find the good um, in life and enjoy each other. And, you know, it's just a joke. It's just CrossFit, guys. I'm like, relax. Yes. It's just a little, it's just maybe a little not, bit of CrossFit. What you never play? You know? Maybe, Wait, so. maybe we'll get to know. Maybe we'll get to meet CrossFit one day. Who knows? I don't know. He doesn't wear his ring anymore. I have a lot of questions. Anyway, we work. Yes, <laughs> yes. I wanted to know that. <laughs> anyway, we'll cover that on a gossip, a full messy gossip episode. Maybe. Uh, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure hearing your story and talking to you and thanks for coming on the show and 
I hope that you do get all the concert tickets in the future when you're able to return. Until then, uh, I will hopefully be back to cover Hogjimin's album. Oh my god, I can't, I just, I can't believe it's actually happening. It's happening, it's coming. Four years I've been here, and this day is coming. This for me, it's for me. This album's for me. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to claim it myself. <laughs> and uh, I am hoping that we will get, you know, obviously more content from the guys, but also I hope that they will rest if they need to rest, um, whatever that looks like for them. You know, I saw more discourse about, you know, uh, JK sad because he's not doing music. He's not doing anything. It's just like, but that for him can be exactly what he needs right now. Like his own fans shouldn't mm. be judging what he chooses to do with his time. And he has all this time. And so, I don't know. But yeah, I, like, I love to see them rested. That's why I love In the Soup and Bon Voyage and just seeing them be able to be themselves and get time off. And if they can get that time away from cameras, even better because they deserve it and they give so much to us. And so, thank you, BTS. Thank you, ARMY. Thank you, Cynthia. What? Thank you, my universe uh, of purpleness. Everybody out there listening, thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Give me a like, share this podcast, do all the things because it helps me a lot. And hopefully I will be back sooner rather than later. It should not be such a big gap of months next time. I will be back soon. Borhe, love yourself, love myself. Bye-bye.